Do you know that certain peptides can benefit those with Graves' disease and Hashimoto's? If you want to learn more about how peptides can help with thyroid autoimmunity and other chronic conditions, then you'll want to check out the brand new Peptide Summit hosted by Dr. Jenny Flagar. In fact, peptides play a huge role in helping Dr. Jenny overcome her Hashimoto's condition. To register for the free Peptide Summit, visit SayMyThyroid.com forward slash peptides. Hey, this is Dr. Eric, and in this Q&A episode, I am going to answer the question, can viruses directly harm the thyroid gland? So in past episodes, I've discussed the impact of viruses such as Epstein-Barr on the immune system, but they can also directly impact the thyroid gland. As usual, I dove into the research here, and I'll make sure to include the links to these studies in the show notes, which you can access by visiting SaveMyThyroid.com. So I'm specifically going to look at three studies here. The first one, the title is High Prevalence of Common Human Viruses in Thyroid Tissue. And it starts off in the introduction saying that evidence points to viral infections as possible triggers of autoimmune thyroid disease, which I already mentioned. And then it goes on to say, but little is known about the prevalence of common viruses in the thyroid gland. So pretty much thyroid tissue was collected by core needle biopsy or during thyroid surgery from 35 patients with autoimmune thyroid disease, 20 who had Graves, 15 with Hashimoto's, and then 18 thyroid tissue specimens from patients undergoing neck surgery for reasons other than thyroid autoimmunity served as controls. And so the results, 40 of 53 cases or 75% carried an infectious virus. And notably, 43% of all cases had a single virus, whereas 32% were co-infected by two or more viruses. An enterovirus was found in 27 out of 53 cases, human herpes 6 in 16 out of 15 cases, and parvovirus B19 in 12 out of 53 cases. And it mentioned that Epstein-Barr virus and cytomegalovirus were found in a few cases only, which is surprising just because you hear a lot about Epstein-Barr when it comes to thyroid health. And cytomegalovirus is also quite popular. So the conclusion is that common human viruses are highly prevalent in the thyroid gland. And it also goes on to say that it remains to be established whether the detected viruses represent causal agents, possible cofactors, or simple bystanders. So this study doesn't conclude that the viruses actually cause harm to the thyroid gland. It just says that these viruses are present in the thyroid gland. So let's go ahead and move on to the second study, which is from 2017. And the title is Cytomegalovirus Mononucleosis Induced Thyroiditis in an Immunocompetent Patient. So thyroiditis is when a virus directly affects the thyroid gland. So the answer definitely is yes to the question, can viruses cause harm to the thyroid gland? And one could argue, well, with thyroiditis, it's not necessarily permanent harm, even though in some cases it could be. Most of the time, it's transient. But here it's just showing that cytomegalovirus causes thyroiditis. But again, there's other viruses that can cause thyroiditis. I forget where it's said here, but I believe it mentions that the person's immune system obviously is important, even though this isn't an autoimmune condition such as Graves' disease. If someone has a compromised immune system, they'll be more susceptible to viral infections. They do mention it here. Again, I'll include the link to the study in the show notes. 
And then speaking of thyroiditis, COVID-19 can be a factor when it comes to directly affecting the thyroid. And I do have an episode where I spoke about COVID's impact on the thyroid gland. So here it says that SARS-CoV-2 infection can lead to multi-organ dysfunction through pulmonary and systemic inflammation. Infection also affects the thyroid gland directly via cytopathological effects of the virus or indirectly through cytokines, complement systems, and coagulation mechanisms. And here it says, during or after SARS-CoV-2 infection, Graves' disease, which of course that's autoimmune, and subacute thyroiditis might be triggered, resulting in hyperthyroidism. Then it also says that alternatively, the effect of the virus on the hypophyseal hypothalamic axis might cause central hypothyroidism. So in one case, it can cause subacute thyroiditis, which results in hyperthyroidism, but also in this other situation could potentially cause hypothyroidism. And again, these are direct effects on the thyroid gland. These are just three studies. There are other studies out there that relate to viruses' impact on the thyroid gland resulting in subacute thyroiditis. You know, again, these most of the time are transient conditions. Someone who becomes hyperthyroidism will usually be anywhere from one or two months to a few months. And the person many times will become temporarily hypothyroid. And then usually we'll go back to being euthyroid, which means they'll have normal thyroid hormone levels. Sometimes the hypothyroidism will be permanent. And you could argue, well, even though it's directly affecting the thyroid gland, it's still involving the immune system because if the person's immune system wasn't compromised, that maybe they wouldn't have developed thyroiditis, which is true, but it's still directly affecting the thyroid gland. So that is my response to the question, can viruses directly harm the thyroid gland? So the answer is yes, they can directly harm the thyroid gland, which is the case with subacute thyroiditis. But as that first study mentioned, it's possible that they could also be present and not cause harm to the thyroid gland. So if someone were to do a biopsy and find viruses, it doesn't necessarily mean it's causing harm to the thyroid. But to answer the question, yes, in some cases, viruses can directly harm the thyroid gland. So as usual, I hope you found this Q&A episode to be valuable, and I look forward to catching you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to the Save My Thyroid podcast. If you haven't done so already, make sure you hit subscribe to stay up to date on the latest thyroid health-related topics. And to get your free thyroid and immune health restoration action points checklist, visit SaveMyThyroidChecklist.com. Thanks so much for tuning in. I want to let you know about a product called Hepatomune Supreme, which is a unique supplement that has a rare combination of N-acetylcysteine, also known as NAC, milk thistle, and schisandra to support the liver. And it also has a few mushrooms that can help support the immune system, including cordyceps, which has both immune modulating and adaptogenic properties and is great for those with Graves' disease and Hashimoto's. To learn more about Hepatomune Supreme, visit SaveMyThyroid.com forward slash liver support.